This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, what's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, what's up? This is The Scroll Down with Nicole Thurman and Marcella Arguello. I switched the order this week. And y'all, we have a special episode today because we are recording in the same room today. In New York City. New York City! Get a rope. Do you know what that is? No. Oh my God. It's like this uh, Pace Picante salsa commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was made didn't... in New York City. Yeah, New York City. That's Get a rope. I don't remember the Get a Rope. There's so many different commercials. Is that a lynching joke? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, the guy that made the salsa was white, so it's okay if he gets lynched. <laughs> It's on brand for him. We are in New York City and we are together and it's really awesome. Marcella was here and she did an amazing show at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Saturday. It was really fun. Yeah, and I was there. It was so much fun. Yeah. Marcella killed. Uh Uh-huh. The show was fun. So happy with my set. Yeah. I don't usually say I fucking crushed it because I don't always fucking crush it. Yeah. I fucking crushed that bitch. Yeah. And the audience was like so lit. They were so excited for you. It was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. It was a really fun night. And then I'm just here because I'm having a, you know, early midlife crisis. No, you're having a, it's called a hot girl summer, bitch. Oh, yeah. Chill out. I'm having a hot girl summer. I'm not having a midlife crisis. Midgirl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a midlife crisis ah. <laughs> something's wrong ah. i think i'm real sad ah. um depression no. is real ah. <laughs> uh i am here i've been here for like a month now and i'll be here for a little bit longer and i'm really enjoying new york and it's been so fucking great to be here and that's why we're both here together and we're so happy and we're so happy and i i'm getting attacked by these damn mosquitoes oh, and yeah. they're like oh my god it's so nasty they're like what's this that's that california <laughs> blood oh. i mean mosquitoes love me and i'm allergic and it's just like i don't know i forget what kind of blood that they like but it's really it's uh, i have the same experience taking me down i've had to go to the hospital before for a bug bite it was terrible yeah what kind of bug bite i don't know what it was it was when i was living like years ago in an apartment in like deep brooklyn Mm. (laughs) and there were like tons of bugs in the apartment i woke up one day and had a bug bite on my arm and then it started spreading to my whole arm (gasps) all the way up my like bicep area also my underarm yeah yeah terrible that's crazy i went to this urgent care and i was like poor and didn't have insurance and i was like um, can you guys look at me but not in the room because if I go in the room I'd have to pay $135 <laughs> and they were like that's came my out. girl that's my girl that's, you know I was scamming and uh, they came out and they were like you need to go to the hospital like, you do need medicine <laughs> and like you do need help right now and I was like okay <laughs> just want to check you're like is it cheaper to cut my arm off yeah like um, what, what's the price range here if you, you guys if my voice sounds funny I'm just so tired I've like been getting so lit with my friends and my mom is in town and it's been like it's been great so like I'm I got my Beyonce Say voice right now, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a yeah. blessing, but you know, it's my Beyonce voice. Ooh, she dead, but she happy. Thank you so much. New York City, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Speaking of dreams, Nicole, do we want to get started? Yeah, this podcast is a dream. Let's get started with the main character. Main character. <laughs> main character. You're trending. Main character. We're going to do something a little different today because usually the main character is someone acting a damn fool but so much happened online this week that we decided that today's main character is homophobia baby gay people what's that i don't like it 
homophobia is having a week. People are losing their minds. Matt Damon, the baby, the dummy, lost his the bookings at the shows, and now he's the homeless probably soon because he can't have that much the money saved up. Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza, you dumbass, da da. But like Matt Damon, his daughter wrote him a letter about his use of the f word. I gotta tell you, I didn't read the dang article. I, I didn't read the art. I I didn't read that article either because I mean I love when the headline gets to it. This is clickbait and it's the worst kind. Like, right. What I'm supposed to like feel for you sir like this right. is supposed to be a romantic conversation between you and your child i also just feel bad because it's like what if i don't know how many kids he has i don't know anything about matt damon mm-hmm. um the only thing i know about matt damon is that ben affleck is dating j-lo that's all i know about matt damon yeah and so um it's, it's always shocking when like the kids have to like teach their parents that type of shit it's just you know like it's because it's something as simple as a word like just stop using the damn word well, you always got to teach your parents stuff because they're you know they're from different but times so young but also i think the thing that's crazy is like dude it's not 1990 bro like people haven't been saying the f word for a long time well he I, said, that's not true though people have been he's proof that people have been well i guess so i mean i just i mean it's been clearly a slur for a, a yeah, long time i think that's the that's thing it's I'm been saying. an obvious slur for a long time yeah like of course people are saying it of course people are saying the n-word they saying all the words but like people know that that's an right. inappropriate word to say yes. he said that the word that my daughter calls the f slur for a homosexual was commonly used when i was a kid with a different application yeah. the funny thing about it is he outed himself yeah right like he canceled himself was he this was unprovoked it seems right it just seems like he thought that was a of like a, <laughs> I like when people think that something they're saying is like a brag like oh, my daughter I'm so proud of her yes. she, she taught me that the n-word is inappropriate it's like sir you should have known that sir you should have done known your daughter don't have to teach you that yeah Yeah, he said i made a joke months ago and got a treatise from my daughter she left the table i said come on that's a joke i say it in the movie stuck on you damon said she went into her room and she wrote a very long beautiful treatise on how that word is dangerous i said i retire the f slur i understood it's like bro relax how first of all why did it have to be so long she could have just said don't say that it's a slur and it should have been done i don't know if he has other kids but it's always like sad when one of the kids is super defensive because they know that the other kid is in the closet oh yeah not to saying that that's what's going on here but i'm just thinking like how often a lot of kids take their responsibility because they know what's going on in the household that the parents don't always see yeah i mean also, I don't. I mean, I I don't know if that's it. I think it's probably literally just like. Oh, it's. I mean, she, he shouldn't be using that word, especially not for you your imagine? children. I know. Can you imagine at the dinner table? It's really funny. Like, he just really thinks it was table? a joke, right? But yeah, so they're just sitting in their house, and then he just busts that word out. It's like here's a joke. Oh, what? It's so weird to me. Yeah. So he outed himself. Everybody's going in on him for good reason. Yeah, they should. It's so stupid. The other thing is some private conversations should just be left private, like. Yeah, you had a, you, your daughter taught you something like great, great. Let that be like move on. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you have to wonder why someone felt the need to say that, especially in an in an interview. And you know, you know, when you say something like that, that that's going to be the poll quote without a doubt. Yeah. Like, one time when I was doing an interview, I said something like, you know, these audiences in Washington, D.C. are smart. They don't like when we make poo poo and pee pee jokes on stage or something like that. And of course, the Washington Post did that as a poll quote. So it's like they always take the craziest thing you say and they make that like what leads into the article. I mean, I always say crazy shit when people interview me. So like, I'm like, pick one, bitch. Yeah, pick a fucking subject because we just going to say some crazy yeah, cause, shit. Yeah, that's, but that is, but that's what Yeah, but he didn't happened. need to do that. And he really... 
I don't know. I just I don't get it. And I'm wondering if he's going to have like a follow up to that because I feel like he needs to say something about it at uh, this point. He might. Well, maybe by the time this drops, he's going to be like, I'm sorry. I am sorry to have offended. Um, also, nothing is worse mm-hmm. than the motherfucking baby. The duh, 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 baby. Duh, motherfucking. Duh, baby. motherfucking baby. So this isn't the first time that he's done some dumb shit right because he also like threw apple juice at somebody once and gotten he like gets i mean bites. he's definitely a wild boy that's that's the facts right there mm-hmm. he is buck wild and like he's definitely gotten into like fights in public but usually because he's being disrespected in some capacity i guess that's what i find funny when someone who's like gets crazy when he gets disrespected is shocked when he's being disrespectful like that people are going to react it's like bro what are you talking about cause and effect you already yeah. know that like when people are crazy you you fucking get crazy right so why don't you understand like what's going on here yeah why don't you understand that there's going to be consequences okay this is what he said i found it hey if you didn't show up today with hiv aids any of them sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two three weeks so put your cell phone light up he also said, fellas, if you ain't suck a, a N-word dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. Keep it fucking real. Yeah, I don't say the N-word. Um, and then he said, my gay fans, they take care of themselves. They ain't got no nasty gay N-words. See what I'm saying? They ain't no junkies on the street. Like, buddy, what? Yeah, you're just making it worse. Buddy. Now your classes? I don't understand. Your classes? Yeah, you're discriminating. You a bigot. What's happening? And also, it's like, like I said with Matt Damon, is this 1990? I mean, you know, and the, the Christian church has brainwashed a lot of motherfuckers yeah. to believe that gay people are the devil. Yeah. And it's it's wild to watch it infiltrate, like, pop culture right now. Because you're just like, bro, you know who Dua Lipa's audience is? Like, you're out here levitating and right. you can't fucking understand that the... That's where her money is, you know. Right? Was it was it somehow related to dual? No, but she re- she was one of the people that reacted. The she they- reacted. She had said something like, "I cannot believe the baby's comments." Yeah, like that's not the dude I did worked with. That's not the baby <laughs> that I know. That's not the the baby that I don't know. No, but yeah, she she did say something about it, and then Chris Brown said something, which I'm like, I mean, Chris Brown, don't say nothing. I never. hate when people are like. Oh my God, I can't believe we agree with Chris Brown. It's like, guys, just because a bad person says one thing correct does not make them a good person. A broken clock is right twice a day. That doesn't mean we got to like use it as a clock. I think that there is a conversation that doesn't get had enough that frustrates me that there is a culture within black culture. It might take, we need a little bit of time. There might be a little bit of time and a little bit of education and and open-mindedness that's not quite there yet with everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think that there needs to be a conversation about that because that's part of the nuance that we talk about. About how just going after somebody that's ignorant, I mean, you know, now he's going to learn his lesson. But I don't think that you should be able to just like spout off ignorant, crazy shit in front of huge crowds and not get consequences. You definitely should feel the consequences of it. Right. I, I do love that Madonna was like, how do I maintain relevancy? Let me comment on the baby. she been her, trying. Her Instagram caption was totally fine. She was looking out for her community that supports her, has always supported her. Mm-hmm. And so I love it. But it's also that thing where it's just like, lady what's the agenda here what are you trying to do right and she said the n-word like years ago i mean it was a long time ago but madonna needs to just probably stay back bitch you know she's still using that word in the house with the kids she definitely she definitely is they're like mom you get a pass she thinks she thinks she gets a pass no but that's what i'm saying they give her that pass so she thinks i wouldn't give my mom a pass but yeah she's coming out and it's like dude you don't really need to be saying anything right now please be quiet um but yeah i I, I don't know i think that like 
he apologized, obviously, but he apologized because he's losing the bookings. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the only reason a lot of people apologize, you know? Yeah. I mean, Matt Damon's not going to have nothing to apologize for because he isn't doing anything right now, right? Except just using slurs left and right. Right. He doesn't have a movie coming out, so he's not going to have to apologize. Or maybe he does. And this is just like him getting everything already. He's getting his little uh, press tour yeah. ready by saying something crazy. His homophobia so then... tour. I'm going to read his statement. Okay, go for it. Anybody who done ever been affected by AIDS, HIV, y'all got the right to be upset what i said was insensitive even though i have no intentions on offending anybody so my apologies but the lgbt community i ain't tripping on y'all do you y'all business is y'all business what and that's just a part of that mental that's just the same thing it's yeah. just saying the same fucked up shit your business is your business like it's there was something else he said where he was like blaming uh, he was like blaming people for coming for him. He's like, I need to get educated. Like people like, need educate to educate, me. educate me. So he turned into a Karen. Yeah. He turned into a Karen who touched your hair and said, why am I not allowed to touch this? Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry that I touched your hair and called you like whatever. But like, you just need to tell me how am I supposed to know unless you tell me, unless you do the emotional labor of educating me. Exactly. And it's like that kind of shit I just can't stand because it's like, bitch, first of all, you don't need to be educated. It is 2021. You know better. You know, you're just being ignorant and you want you want to put it on other people. So that way you don't seem as guilty, but it doesn't work like that. I'm but he goes, crazy, he, he continues, and for any brands, networks, or artists that like to profit off of black rappers' influence on the culture without understanding it or having the patience to deal with what comes with the position we play in our culture, <laughs> keep your money. He's basically saying, which is what I just said, the Christian church has fucking infiltrated the black community in this mm-hmm. country and has like got everybody to be homophobic. So he's basically like, the Christian church is to blame. That's yeah. just my culture. It's culture, but there's a way to grow up in a culture and also learn more and be more open, especially if you're working in the arts. Like yeah. you're going to you're going to meet people from different backgrounds, different sexualities, different genders, and it's not going to be that hard to not be ignorant because you know those people. <laughs> he was doubling down for a while before yeah, he was losing yes. all those gigs. Yes. That he started fucking with his money. He's like, I got a mortgage. Yeah. When you start, once you start fucking with someone's mortgage money, yeah, it makes them wake up and realize May- maybe what I said. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> how much is that bill? How much was dinner again? <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry to the LGBTQ plus community. <laughs> That's funny. We should check the timestamps on everything and be like, did he apologize when rent was due? Yeah. See, <laughs> July 27th, he started being like, wait, rent's due, and they're taking my money away from me. Yep. Maybe I should apologize. Well, yeah, because artists make the main um, like chunk of their money through touring. Touring, mm-hmm. touring is where we make our money. Mm-hmm. He found out like, oh, this is going to actually really affect me. So crazy. Well, homophobia is the main character. And to, to homophobia, we just say, you know, take a take a chill pill. <laughs> we just say there's got to be better, better ways to act. Why are you acting like this? Nothing like my thing with with homophobia that I will never understand is like, what do you care what other people do? I mean, so I was homophobic as a child Mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, I was a child. I was Catholic. I mean, I can. I'm still I think I talked about this already. You mentioned it and I was wondering if you were going to be into talking about it. Yeah, because it's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's just wild to to think imagine holding on to those beliefs Mm -hmm. like i get it when you're a child you go to church you think what they say is good you know and even now sometimes my mom goes to church and the mass will just be like he'll say some shit that's homophobic or sexist or something and my mom's just like "Er," you know because i mean even she was back in the day and now she's not Mm -hmm. but 
it's just that that's Latino culture. The mm-hmm. you know it's misogynistic culture. It's uh the religious culture, and it was just it's just wild to think that you have access to so many people. Cause you know, especially if you're in the hood, you know he got you know he got gay homies. He got right. gay homies. So it's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And it's always that the same like mentality that people have like with with like immigrants are just like, oh, this you're the exception. Mm-hmm. You know, these immigrants oh, should yeah. be here, but you're the exception. That's yeah. how someone like the baby he has a gay friend. He's like, nah, he ain't like them dirty HIV fools. Like he's one of the good ones. It's like, right. no, sir, sir, no, that right. shit is fucked up. Right. And but it's it's just. You know, people's upbringing, it fucks them up for the rest of their lives. And if you don't choose to grow from it, then you never grow. It's the same thing with like blaming your parents for all of yeah. your problems. There's a point where if if you're still doing that shit at 32 years old. I was going to say, once it, you hit 30, mm-hmm. you do need to like your brain stops growing at 25. Mm-hmm. The fucking madness sits with you for a while. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you hit 30, hopefully you can afford to, and, I mean, a therapist or, or, or a yeah. fucking app or some shit. Yeah. Or a, or a counseling group or something, but like you need to fucking expand your mind. Wait, how old is the baby? I think he's pretty young. Yeah, so he's still in that yeah. in that era where he is learning. You know, it's masculinity. It's all of these things that are tied up in this yeah, in this you know, culture. See, of, he's twenty nine. Yeah, he's gonna be right there. He's, he's hitting the edge he's now. He's learning. Edge. He's realizing like you fucking with your money with these ignorant ass thoughts. Like think yeah. about that. You're so ignorant. You're losing money. Right. You know. Right. You're losing money. You're losing fans. You're losing popular. And this is. Yeah. these are big this is your life you know this is the beginning of his career for the most part he's only been like big for a few years yeah. right yeah you have to understand that like you are going to face consequences for your actions and it's not just because like cancel culture is running rampant or like people don't want you to have the first amendment or right. second what is the second what the I, hell? Need a, I need a gun oh first I just, amendment i need a gun and slurs i'm so bitch. used to talking about guns i can't even but uh yeah but you know it's not just that you're punching down on people that they grow up and they can't be who they are in your community, yeah. in the hood. They're yeah. on the down low. Yeah. They're trans. They're whatever. They're killing themselves because right. they can't be who they are right. because right. of comments and people like you continuing to perpetuate that kind of thinking. And then what's crazy is if even if he like, let's say he legit learns his lesson. Let's mm-hmm. say he legit is like, shit, you know what? Maybe homophobia is not OK. Let's say in some miracle situation he does, mm-hmm. it doesn't change the fact that there's still going to be his audience that fully yeah. support those original statements and then even if they hear him like go you know what actually I changed my mind they're gonna be like oh them guys got yeah. to him da, 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 and they'll brush it off and they'll continue to have that belief that's what's fucking crazy that's why your fans are so impressionable and you have to be mindful of especially the younger ones like how you're talking to them and what you're dealing with I'm just like this is really taking a little step to the side but like you think about all the fucking Republicans talking about the vaccine talking about COVID mm-hmm. their messaging is so fucked up all of a sudden Lindsey Graham gets fucking COVID and he's like you guys you really got to get vaccinated right like, everybody go out and get vaccinated. they're all and it's scrambling. like too late bro it's too late because you put the messages out there that covid was a democrat you know you're like you know the vaccine has 5g in it like you're right, putting right. all this toxic shit out in the air that shit right. you can't come it's like a fart you can't take the fart back yeah you can't put it back in uh, your butt there's so many farts i wish i could take back you can't put it back in your butt you, so many but yeah it's just you know the baby do the better okay <laughs> you guys we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back We got a joke of the week. Oh my God, we got a joke of the week. Something that I'm like seeing so much that if you even search the word, you're like, oh, 
OMG, fucking shut up, is uh, bed frame discourse. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got something to say about a man and does he have a bed frame? Yes. There's one tweet I'm looking at. If you're a cis single man over 35, what does your bed look like and why is it just a full mattress sitting on a metal bed frame with one maroon bed sheet? It's like, y'all, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Once again, classism strikes again, especially with like liberals. Like that's why I always find funny because it's always like woke, sexy girl comedy, fucking broke guys, and they're fucking only having a mattress. What's right. that about? It's like, bitch, you fucked that man in that mattress, and you didn't say shit to him. Right. You didn't turn your ass around. You fucked him because that's right. what that's what I, I have a joke about this. I did it on Saturday. Why? Why did you fuck that man with, that didn't have a bed frame? Because broke dudes got that best dick. They he got, got the best dick. He got that broke. He dick. got that broke. Dick. He's well rested on that mattress, bitch. That's all he needs to fuck you crazy. I mean, it okay? don't squeak. It don't move that much. It's kind of good if I got I, a no frame bed. I mean, I'm I, I I actually like when you have the fucking sturdy box spring, uh-huh. a nice mattress, yep, and some great pillows. You're good. <laughs> You're good. I don't not support what these men are up to. Right. Also, if you go to a lot of like fashion and interior design Instagrams, there's a lot of pictures with no bed frame, just a fucking bed in the middle of a room with a white fucking cover on it. You know, a bunch of Monstera plants around it. And that's style. So yeah. how are you, it, I also think it's just like I really have a problem personally with everybody, with people judging s- choices. Yeah. Like, who cares? What do you care? Well, except for some people, it's not a choice. Some people just cannot get a damn bed frame. They can't afford it. They're expensive. They're not $10, bitch. Yeah, they're expensive. And if you, I had last, until literally, I think last year, I had a metal bed frame. So my bed was just a box spring, a mattress, and a metal bed frame. And that was it. That doesn't mean anything. It just means that's what I had. And I liked it. It was fine. Yeah. I don't understand. It it is classes. It's just like ridiculous. You know, not to defend men because we don't like them. We don't like to defend men. We don't want to make it clear right now. We do not. This podcast doesn't exist to defend men. Absolutely not. If anything, we won't beat y'all asses. All of y'all. All All y'all asses. But like, I do think that sometimes we are too hard on men for some stupid Stupid shit. shit. Yeah. Well, it's also like it all started, you know, that's why it's joke of the week, because it all starts with one tweet that was hella funny eight years ago that it was like a girl talking shit about a dude with no bed frame and she probably was like oh it's funny but that's still my man right you know whatever because right. but everybody wants to put motherfuckers on blast well, i mean i love to put a motherfucker on blast on twitter but she did that and then now every fucking sexy girl who wants to be a little funny like that's her whole fucking personality Absolutely. and it's oh, like yeah. give it a fucking rest bitch you sound like a cunt you sound like a cunt i think so and i do think that you're right i think that part of the reason we have joke of the week and part of the reason why we see them four million times is because someone knows all i have to do is type out does he have a bed frame or does he go to therapy or like one of those things yeah and they know they gonna get those likes yeah and it's so it's just cheap and it's also like i don't know it just gets old i just i just think it gets old because i think that like men this is I'm really going I'm really she how do we get she here she needs that dick somebody gives somebody the, the thing dick. is I'm out here trying to advertise I need dick and I don't understand I, you know like why don't y'all just listen to me when I'm saying it no I'm sure but sometimes it's just like why are we getting like so nitpicky about everything this is how to be a man this is how to be a successful man this is how to be a strong man and then it's like strong men cry but I don't really want to see a man cry and it's like you know yeah. what we can't be sitting here giving men so many. It's the same thing that women get with their bodies yeah, exactly. and their, you know, we can't do this to men just like they shouldn't be doing it to us. Right, exactly. The bed frame discourse has got to go. Stop doing that joke. Stop sharing that joke. Mm-hmm. Stop laughing at that predictable ass joke when the bitch says it. Yeah. yeah and also, fellas, 
don't fuck a bitch if she is going to talk shit about the things you cannot afford. Mm-hmm. Fuck her. Also, I mean, don't fuck her. Yeah. Fuck her. Don't fuck her. Fuck her. Also, if you if you having good sex, it don't matter if it's one sheet on a bed. You're going to be comfortable and you're going to sleep. You, it's just, uh, <laughs> exactly. You're going to sleep. Nicole, that is the only point that needs to be made. I, I've never had a bad sleep after on a shitty bed after having good sex you just go to sleep so everybody shut up we're tired of you (laughs) stop shitting on men that have no bed frame it's not funny anymore be nice to men they have it so hard oh no i'm a man and we're bringing you a new segment called insider edition where we give you the hot goss in the comedy tv and writing world because bitch we do all of the things in hollywood and we know all the good shit and we want to talk about it insider edition okay we going inside the first thing that I was seeing, I saw this thing today. This It was like a thread, but it was like pictures on Instagram, like slides. Infogram. Thank you. They're called infograms, Nicole. Okay. That's not that smart. I didn't know that. Um, I thought it was kind of fascinating. The, the producers say that unsafe hours aren't an issue anymore. We disagree. And it's like a group of people, I think, that are trying to kind of come together to pretty much just lobby for less working hours is it the i-a-t-s-e so it's like the crews are like lobbying to get better working hours because okay guys um we're you know we're in tv and film um we're behind the scenes we're on set all the time and just a little fact about hollywood when you're on a movie set or a tv set you typically work insane hours yeah like 12, 28 hours 14 a day. 16 or like marcella's at 28 goddamn hours yeah this is what this is what somebody wrote. There's been weeks in a row from the minute I set foot in my apartment, I have exactly six to eight hours before I need to get up again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Which that is happens. so stressful. Yeah. I'm about to go in to do a job that's going to be like that. And I'm, I'm already like, oh, my God, here we go. Because it's it's really intense. It's exhausting. If you have a family <laughs> yeah. or a partner, you have no time to spend None. with them. And people that are working back-to-back jobs, it's like, forget it. They have no work-life balance. It's all work. I think a lot of people would counter with like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're working in Hollywood. How can you complain when you have your dream job? It's like, the dream job is still a job. Yeah. And it should be fair. <laughs> and it should yeah. be, you know, it should be managed just like your nine to five. But it's also that thing of like, I hate when people are like, okay, we have all this money. and I mean, pe- people get paid great. Like, let's yeah. start there. People get paid fucking money incredibly. And that's why people don't fucking complain because they're like, fuck, I, I, this is all. This. The other thing is these jobs don't last very long. Like, if you're writing for television, the shit is done in 12 weeks. Yep. They've written it. They've shot it. And then mm-hmm. hopefully it comes out. Right? Yeah, that's right. And it's like 12 weeks. I don't know where the fuck they came up with that number. Mm-hmm. But like. Bro, do 16 weeks and cut everybody's hours. I remember my friend, Michael Lawrence, who was a great comedian. He used to do the roast battles. He's so funny. Um, He was writing for Schumer's sketch comedy show. And he was like, that's the best job I've ever had because our hours were 10 to 4. Yeah. And we worked the whole time because Mm -hmm. when you write for television, there's so much downtime. There's so much bullshit. Everybody wastes so much fucking time. Mm -hmm. And it's just not necessary to work like that and to ask, ask people to be there at 9 or 10 in the morning make them stay super late earlier yeah yeah it's like 4 30 and you'll work till 7 right i mean it's crazy and so i remember him telling me that and i was like see if i ever sold a show and i was able to choose the hours i'd be like okay you come in 10 to 4 because that's perfect Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pay you great 
and uh just come in with the ideas just come in fresh and well rested and do your thing and if you got to do stuff at night or with your family like i support that because people should have regular hours and any job every job should have regular hours you that's know? the thing is we were talking as we're as we're here at 7 p.m in new york oh yeah but you know that's because i'll be like let's do it late but yeah it's like i it's the it's the same thing we were talking about was it last week with just like working hours and pay it's like People Mm -hmm. need to have a work-life balance. I understand that like work hard, hustle is like the culture of America, but we also need to be able to live lives because people have mental fucking breakdowns because they're overworked, they're exhausted, they're unhealthy. When you're on set, you're eating trash. Some of the best jobs you'll work with are for people that are old or tired because they know. They're like, let's just get in, get the shot and go. Two takes and we're done. Whatever it is. I, I also feel like that rise and grind mentality like remember that steve buscemi when he's like how, how do you do fellow teens and he yeah. looks old as shit and he's dressed hella young i imagine like some capitalist was like let's go into the work environment and just tell people rise and grind rise and grind <laughs> and then they, he was pretending to be cool with everybody and then they just fucking got in their heads and they're like yeah and that was like in the 20s or some shit and yeah. now we're like just capitalist obsessed weirdos materialistic yeah. our money is wild we work so hard for no fucking reason i was just talking about this with my mom because my dad he was such a fucking like didn't want to spend his money didn't want to spend his money and then he died at 65 years mm-hmm. old you know it's like you don't take that money with you mm-hmm. you should be able to enjoy the money mm-hmm. that you make but the problem with a lot of work and a lot of jobs is that you don't have the time you don't get the time that's like the fucking dude and i'm like super support anyone in hollywood getting what they want getting the work hours that they want because that shit will trickle down into going into something like farm worker these people are undocumented getting paid shit Mm-hmm. working shit hours and it's like bro they need work life balance too like yeah. everybody should have it like yeah. everyone should have everyone it. everyone should have it it's ridiculous that somebody should have to work so long it doesn't matter how much money you make because that's the thing we were talking about too people with money have problems people without money exactly. have problems you can have a huge ass mansion that you bought in cash because you're so rich but if all you do is go home and sleep in it on your on your bed frame yeah then it doesn't matter if you don't see your husband and you don't get to like cultivate that relationship, if you don't get to be with your children, then it doesn't fucking matter. That's, that's what's important. That's why broke dudes got the best dick because they're well rested. They're just paying for what they need. Yeah. They don't do the extra bullshit. That's why they don't have that fucking bed frame, bitch. You see how I did that full circle? That's why we're doing. We opening your minds and your hearts, bitch. Keep your third eye open, bitch. Yeah, that's called a callback in the industry because if you haven't heard, we are in the industry. What Marcella just did was a callback. Another inside edition that we saw on Twitter was uh, the meritocracy, nepotism, Ben Stiller v. Franklin Leonard (laughs) and some fucking Spielberg got into that kind of argument that was happening on Twitter. So they posted the cast of this movie, Right. right? And they were like, blah, 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 Spielberg is making this movie with Stiller, somebody else. Blah, blah, blah. And then Franklin Leonard said, Hollywood's a meritocracy, right? And fucking Ben Stiller... Mm-hmm. of Frank Stiller fame. <laughs> he jumped in. He's like, too easy. <laughs> People working, creating, everyone has their path. Wish them all the best. And he did the blue steel face. No, he didn't do that. Um, I just, that's oh how I pictured him. I, I, just, thought that you, I thought that was real. And I was like, I'm dying. Right that's how I picture him sending the tweet. He's like, wish them all the best. <laughs> and he was like, oh, without fail. But I also know that it's important that we acknowledge those paths. And he said, just speaking from experience, yeah, bro, we know. Your fucking rich family, yeah. showbiz family experience? Yeah. And, okay. and I don't know any of them. 
um just speaking from experience and i don't know any of those people i would bet they all have faced challenges different than those with no access to industry show business as we all know is pretty rough and ultimately is a meritocracy no it's, no, not, it's not ben stiller and because here's the- you know why you wouldn't be fucking working you're not that funny fool she's going for ben stiller we coming for you motherfuckers Ooh, scroll him. down scroll up bitch what Ooh. you gonna do nothing because Ooh. you're not gonna hear this ben stiller if you hear this marcella's squaring up she want to fight and so they went back and forth for quite a few tweets and he basically was like franklin was basically like dog no like people get shit ben tried to be like oh people who are untalented don't make it and franklin was like uh no there are plenty of people who are untalented who are thriving and then he fucking went in further and deeper and harder and eventually ben stiller just like sent a meme response like (laughs) I'm dead or some shit, whatever it is. Oh God, do you are you parent? Do parents both have Wikipedia links? No. Have you ever seen that? That was one of my favorite observations. So I f- wish I knew who said it. They yeah. go, if you ever go on someone's Wikipedia page and their parents are blue links, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm done. I do not support this person. I don't want to mm-hmm. like this person because they everything they got was easy. Yeah, it's either their parents were in the industry or their parents are fucking loaded and yes. they got it either way. And for anyone who doesn't understand what that means, go to Wikipedia, look up Drew Barrymore and check out all the fucking links associated with her family okay it's, well yeah the berry i mean yeah, yeah. but that's what i'm saying so like in many, terms of visual yeah. like that that's like the perfect example mm-hmm. of someone who is loaded but people knew and that's fine mm-hmm. yeah like truly when you're watching a movie and you google uh, an actor there's so many of them that their parents have wikipedia pages yeah so many I think part of the mentality of being like, oh, like Hollywood isn't a meritocracy. It's only rich people that get it. It's only famous people's kids that get it. I sometimes think like, okay, let's chill on that sometimes because like a lot of us are, you know, still working and still doing things. And we did come from just like normal ass families. My mom was a fucking teacher. My mom, you know, like my mom, my mom crossed three borders so I could call people a cunt on stage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so it's like, I think it's both. The likelihood that someone is going to come from money is a lot higher money or a, a connection because a lot of the ways you start you have to work for free yeah. <laughs> we can't work for free well also there's shit you can learn by going to certain schools or getting private lessons yeah. if you want to be a director of course like you should have an eye and you should have a vision and right. you should know how to fucking direct a movie right or right. direct whatever the cameras are expensive yeah. and and the knowledge is expensive and in terms of time and effort and not everybody has all the free time but if you have free time and you have money girl you can learn how to do shit when the pandemic started and we were all auditioning from home i was like super stressed out because i was like we have to do voiceover auditions from home and to do a nice voiceover audition where you will probably where you book you need to be in like a soundproof room with a nice ass mic and like all the equipment and i was like no one's gonna stand a chance against celebrities and or rich kids or rich people because we can't all be buying thousands of dollars of equipment at the beginning getting at the march of the pandemic i got this audition for something and i was like in panic mode i was like all of my gigs are getting pulled out from under me because i make my money on tour like the baby she gets the booking um (laughs) she was at the bell house the other day killing a dick killing it killing dick (laughs) i wish i was killing stars are just like us not getting dick so I was stressed out and I got this audition for something that had an incredible star already uh, on it as the main character. And I was like, I'm stressed. I'm not sleeping. I'm losing my money. I'm freaking out. And I told my agents, I was like, 
there's no way. Mm -hmm. And I remember even looking it up, like, when did I get that audition for that character? It was March of 2020. And I told my team, absolutely not happening. I'm mentally unstable right now. Like COVID has me super fucked up. Mm -hmm. My friend's dad is dying. Like, Mm. please, no, I'm not doing this audition. And if you know any shows right now that have a lead, she comes from money Mm -hmm. and which is fine. She's actually really talented. Mm -hmm. But all I thought was we got the audition at the same time. The difference is she knew she was going to be fine. Her Mm -hmm. finances were straight. She was chilling, you know, and to have that, peace of mind mm-hmm. when you do an audition mm-hmm. at the beginning of a global pandemic yep is something that i wish i wish i had oh you know yeah march was no joke because yeah. we really didn't know i've always said that there's this like strange peace and calm that only exists within people that have grown up in money yeah. because they know the yeah. safety net will always be there. always be there that doesn't mean that they lean on it it doesn't mean that they're yeah. taking from their parents currently in this very moment we're not saying that right they have a peace because a they peace. know they will always be yeah, fine exactly and that's way different than a person that's just like okay i have savings but for like maybe six months at the most you know and right. that's like and that's a lot yeah for most people that's especially for most artists yeah that's a luxury you know a lot of artists don't have health insurance right a lot of artists are, when you're march of 2020 probably a lot of people were like i gotta quit going to the gym i I have to quit going to therapy. Yeah. I have to I mean, quit all these extra down. things. It wasn't even that you, I have to. Well, yeah. It was, it's shutting down. But yeah, we couldn't do anything. And that's the other thing. Our shit was shutting down. Yeah. They still had their gyms at home. Exactly. They still had their equipment So I remember home. thinking like, damn, I wonder who would have actually gotten this role mm-hmm. if it wasn't for COVID. Yeah. I fully strongly believe that to this day. Like the show is great. People love it. Yeah. But I definitely was like, I wonder who would have this role if they were auditioning maybe at a different time. Yeah. I feel like we kind of always come back to a little bit of the same things, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I guess our podcast is pretty good. So um, keep listening. It's uh, so good. Like, share, and subscribe, please. Thank you. But what I was saying was that there's this weird, I think, culture of uh, rich people. <laughs> I don't know if they're trained. Period. Period. I don't know if they trained when they like when they're 12, like when they go to their little finishing school or whatnot. But like if somebody tells them you have to say because they always say my parents aren't rich. I don't come from that much money. Like I had to struggle too. like you don't know what my life was like. And it's like, listen absolutely everyone struggles absolutely everyone has their issues and their problems and whatever it is we're not denying that but you cannot deny the fact that money and connections completely make your life so different 100 percent. i mean minimum we minimum wage is like 725 right so a person that's making 725 <laughs> or doing a free fucking internship they are on the struggle bus their yeah. life is different they're not going to be able to show up the, to the audition because maybe they couldn't even they couldn't take off work they couldn't get on the train whatever it is and that's before the pandemic yeah so okay when i used to wait tables i could barely focus on my fucking career right and i still did and i i am still i feel so thankful that i was able to you know continue to do this but it is very hard to have a full-time job and continue to network to hustle to grind to be because you you have to put in so much time so so much free labor to be able to continue to do this Okay, another insider edition. Yes, we got three topics. Hollywood was popping off. Hollywood was crazy. It was like homophobia in Hollywood. (laughs) 
So Scarlett Johansson is suing um, Disney because they breached contract and they are they released Black Widow on Disney Plus, which according to her contract was not the deal. And so she was like, I'm suing your ass. And they were like, bitch, we gave you $20 million, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and I fully support her. I fully agree with her. She should, like, if they breached a the contract and the, the point she was trying to make was she gets bonuses if you make a shit ton of money, which, bitch, it wasn't going to. Black Widow fucking sucks. <laughs> but... You know, the contract is the contract, and that was the deal that they had. Yeah. And so I I support what she's doing, but I also wonder if she doesn't even want to work with them anymore, because I'm like, that's what's happening. Oh, yeah. You sue Disney, girl, like... You've done. You've burned a, a, a bridge of mice that I don't... I, I don't, There's no recovering from that. And I also wonder who the fuck is going to join Disney and be like, nah, fuck that bitch. And Disney came out with a pretty scathing statement, if I remember correctly. They came out and said, like, she was pretty much like, the movie would not have come out in theaters because it was 2020, there was COVID, she's ignoring the global pandemic, and, like, shit changed. At first, when I read this story, I mean, I didn't, you know, I don't read no stories. I saw the headline, and when I I saw the headline, I was like, I was like, oh, my God, because Scarlett Johansson, I feel like she's always on one with something. Well, she got that boyfriend, that husband, who's a piece of shit. Colin Jost. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I have no no opinion on him. Well, what does that mean? (laughs) I mean, I don't have, I'm not saying, I don't know. He just see like, comics were such dickheads, and he's like, yeah, girl, go fucking sue them, go do, which is, again, she's not wrong, but in the scheme of things, I'm like, is this what you're trying to do? Like, you fucking trying to get out of the game? I don't understand. My initial thought was like, she's got all this money. What does she care? But it's not about it's the not money. It's not about the money. It's, it's a job. It's work. It's a contract. It's a breach of contract. It's a breach of contract. Yeah. And she was told that she would get one thing. And I'm sure the Disney Plus money is ex- way in- exponentially less. Yeah. Obviously. And it's it's still a lot, but it's not mm-hmm. at all what she was anticipating. And now Emma Stone is jumping mm-hmm. on the Sioux train. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to see what happens because of Cruella. So we're going to see what happens. And I am eagerly waiting to see what happens here and and when i say see what happens i mean in the next five to ten years right this shit is gonna probably drag yeah i want to see how it's going to affect her career you know but also like how much money do you need right like i keep thinking like oh she's fucking ruined maybe not whatever it's interesting to see um a woman being honest can be canceled just as easily as a man being homophobic isn't that crazy (laughs) right like that that's what that's why i'm like fascinated by what's happening because like we don't see this shit we don't this is all covid shit you Mm -hmm. know so I'm completely fascinated with what's going on here. Can I? It was a crazy week for Colin Jost because also his little friend, his little friend Michael Che got in some hot water. And we're headed to cancel corner. Get up. Canceled. Done, son. Go to the corner. <laughs> yeah. Michael Che was in the cancel corner this week. Michael I mean, Shea. Michael Shea, should we should probably just he keep him in the cancel corner. He lives in the he cancel li- corner. That's his house. That's his, that's his money tree is the cancel corner. Yeah. Michael Che went on his Instagram stories and he made a bunch of first he was just like, oh, man, this Simone Biles shit is fucking hilarious. I'm going to be at the cellar telling jokes about it because I don't want to get in trouble because Simone Biles pulled out of the Olympics, for those that don't know. And I believe she's first said for mental health reasons. It's mental health and physical because yeah. she had the twisties, which is when your brain like doesn't compute with your body. And right. so when you're midair, your spins get off and you can like break your fucking neck. Everything. That. You die. Yeah. Um. So so they said at the beginning of it, they were just like, oh, it's mental health. That's all they said. And then it was like, no, she had the twisties, right? You yeah. Know, that came out after. Yeah. Because they were just like, she's pulling out and nobody knew why. Because I mean, it was like, how do you navigate that? Yeah. And it's also, she was probably heartbroken. You yeah. Know? And um, 
So Michael Che was like, oh, this is hilarious, but I'm not going to post any jokes about it. And then uh, you can see him at the cellar tonight is what he said. And then he screenshotted jokes that his fans were submitting, like reacting to what he said. Like he thinks it's funny. And there was like a rape joke. Yeah. And I forget what the other jokes were. But I have one of them that he screenshotted said, OK, so I am shivering while typing this, but you are encouraging me. Who said black don't crack? Oh, my God. So dumb. And he wrote, now that's a good joke. Economical, referential, balanced. Good job. Eight out of ten. Bro. And then what did he say when he quote unquote apologized? What did he say? Because he didn't apologize. He was like, I was hacked. Oh my God, I forgot about that. He said he was hacked. He said someone hacked, which is how for me, probably the funniest thing because it's that thing of like, oh my God, this is like the like the cheapest, hackiest PR statement you could give. Right. I was hacked. Yeah. No, you weren't. No. You said you had jokes about her and you were going to tell them at the cellar. Yeah. Not to mention, there are so many times he's on record. I'm pretty sure like being rude to women, just saying exactly. fucked up shit. He's, this is not the first time we've gone through this with him. And P.S. When people get hacked on Instagram, all you do is sell Ray-Bans to your friends. Okay, right. it's, not, it's not some perfect statement that sounds exactly like you. Right, right. It's it'd be like it'd be like if like somebody said something and on Marcella's Instagram she was like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up!" And then Marcella was like, "I got hacked." We'd be like, "No, you did not. That's you know exactly you." You know what's so funny? I like popped off on some on some white lady this yeah. this weekend. It was hilarious. I loved every second of it, and. Uh, I noticed that she like screenshotted it because I deleted it after I always do. I used to have 78,000 tweets. I deleted uh, so many. I think I went to like down to 7,000. Now I'm back to 10. I'm like, I gotta delete these fucking tweets. I'm just fucking being a bitch. You right. know, there's no point. Right. And so she screenshotted it and be like, oh yeah, well, you're going to be responsible for yourself. You think I don't have the receipts? I thought when she said that, cause I just ignored her, but all I thought was like, bitch, there's tweets out there i use the slurs i use all the slurs mm -hmm. me being rude to you is actually not any concern for me like that's me at my nicest that's me nice version you honestly, know honestly the theme of this podcast has been marcella is going to get canceled someday i am gonna get canceled someday she knows and, and nicole is gonna be like me and marcella we just had a difference of opinion <laughs> i'm thing. gonna be like do a leap yeah i'm gonna do a you I no idea i'll be like I, that is not the person i work yeah with. exactly <laughs> even though we're even on record she is. <laughs> and i know she is but that's that's but the no, thing is yeah. that that's the difference is that I don't bullshit. I'm not acting surprised when my fucking kid teaches me not to use a slur. Like I literally used to use slurs all the time, right. all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And I did not care. I used to have a joke about, you want to hear the joke? No, Marcy, no, I can't. No, what? it's just like my black friend uses the N word because he's black. Uh -huh. My gay friend uses the F word because he's gay. And I use both because I'm a cunt. That That's was a good. joke. I, like I know it. it was a good joke, but I, I, I used to, I like that when I tweeted it, I used all the words. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Like that was part of the joke. Was yeah, like yeah. I was happily saying them. Yeah. You know? And and it was like you're waiting for like wait a minute what's the reveal? Just like no, I'm a bitch. And that's true. Like I I have never denied like my bullshit. And not to say that I'm proud of it. I think the other problem is people don't understand that just because you're speaking matter of factly does not mean you're proud of something. It's just speaking matter of factly. And that's what's like, for me, disappointing with Che, where I'm like, this fool, his whole shit is trying to be Mr. Fucking freedom of speech. Talk about whatever he wants. Right. Fucking talk about whatever you want. But right. like, 
I do think you should stand behind your shit. You have you know? to. I mean, you have to. If you said it, you have to stand behind it. And you can't stand behind it defensively. If yeah. you think that and that's how you want to act and you want to be publicly like that, then that's you, man. I keep thinking like of like imagine a, like a, an anti Lollapalooza where it's like Shane Gillis and yeah. like Michael Che doing jokes and then like right. the baby performing, you know, like this festival of canceled people. It's like that's going to be your life and you have to own that. Slurapalooza. Slurapalooza. Exactly. They gonna get to booking as Laura Palooza. So yeah, it's just like these people. So he's in cancel corner. And honestly, we're just gonna leave him there because I have a feeling he'll go there again. Okay, we're gonna talk about a cancel culture veteran, uh, Kathy Griffin. So I just want to talk about um, Kathy Griffin uh, announcing she has lung cancer and she was getting a lung removed and um, she's basically had cancer for four years and she's never smoked. So um, I just wanted to give her a shout out. I don't know her. I just, you know, I want to send good energy to her and I wish her well because she's a fucking dope ass comic and uh, she's had a wild five years. Remember right. the fucking the heading of the head of Trump? Oh, and yeah. How she got like she got canceled and lost a fuck ton of money by the Republicans, by the Republicans yeah. and conservatives. So I just want to give a shout out to Kathy Griffin. Get well soon. Yes. Uh, get well. We're sending vibes love. And good energy. And Lots shit. of vibes. But. That's it. That's the scroll down. That's the scroll down, y'all. Like and subscribe and share. And every Thursday we have new episodes. Please tune in. Give us the feedbacks. Tweet about us. You know, we love compliments. We, I love a good I love a good compliment. I love a a well-written compliment. Not that like, you're beautiful. You're so funny. You're so this. No. Tell me. Analyze bitch. the episode for Tell us. Tell me. Give us a rundown. Tell me what you like. We need Tell critics me in details, bitch. I want to know. We want a New York Times blurb, okay? Ugh. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. All in different ways. This podcast is produced by Danielle Jones Wesley and our sound engineer, Stephanie Aguilar. We love you guys too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, y'all. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.